And welcome everyone to the weekly walkthrough H-Town podcast coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. Hi, Susan. Hello, Rusty. How are you today? Pretty good. Sun yeah. is shining. The sun is shining, a little windy, but you know, we're kind of in a... I, I like the cold. I'm not going to lie. I, right. I'm ready for more cold. And I don't mind um, this cold. I want it colder and snowy, but that's just do. me. Well, it's fine. It's just uh, me. We need the precipitation, so we do. we're not going to we turn do. it and, down. And Rained a little bit last night, like I, around 10. I know. I don't that. think everybody knows that. I know, but, but it, it did. It's Tuesday, so people might listen on Wednesday thinking, what's going on? But no, it's really Tuesday. Right. It rained Monday night. So. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're off and running. It's the holiday season, and we have Steve and Christy Martin here with us today, and this is really cool. Welcome, guys. Welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being on. Maybe you want to give us a little bit of an introduction about yourself. I mean, a lot of us know you, but some of us might not. So yeah, give us a, yeah, take it away. All right. Well, it's Steve and Christy Martin. Uh, we've been in the Heston community since uh, 2014. Mm-hmm. We moved here from Northwest Washington, Bellingham. And uh, we were there for seven years, have two kids, uh, Tessa, who is in seventh grade, 12 years old, almost 13, almost probably acts like Probably like, acts like she's 21, 22 right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then we have uh, Ty, who's in fourth grade, and he's 10. And uh, we're active in sports, uh, mm-hmm. church, all the great things that we moved right. to Heston for. Yeah, right. We enjoy it. Awesome, awesome. We're glad you guys have joined us here in the community. Steve also did play basketball at Heston College. I, I do know that. So you knew the road home. I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. it, it was, uh, you know, when you marry a girl from Southern California, it takes a couple years to convince her to move to Central uh-huh. Kansas. Yeah. But uh, I was successful in doing that. Good, and, Yeah, we've good, enjoyed it ever good. since. So, yeah, no, no culture shock going from Southern Cal to, to small town Kansas, right, Christy? Not at all. <laughs> no, it was just like how I grew up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good. We are so glad you guys are joining us, and we'd like to talk a little bit about anastemi and how you guys got involved in what it actually is, because it's really cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We, we always like to share about it, so thank you for the opportunity. It's fun to be here. Yeah, yes, for sure. It's one of our favorite topics to talk about. Yeah, okay. Well, tell us a little bit about it and how what, what all it is and why, you know how you guys got involved, and let's hear a little bit of the story. Yeah. So... Um, I always do my best to make this story brief. Sometimes it's not as brief That's as I'd fine. Like. Uh, so um, it actually is a nonprofit that we started. Okay. So um, it's based right here in Heston. And Great. it's basically you're looking at the two of the main players on the on the team. So um, I traveled to Uganda back in 2015 on a medical mission trip okay. and felt God kind of stirring in me on that trip that like he wanted me to be a bridge between people that have plenty and people that have not enough. And at that time, didn't really have any idea what that was going to look like. Just kind of let that settle in in me and kind of prayed about it. Um, And that came up because I was seeing some pretty desperate need Mm -hmm. in those communities. And for us, as people living in the West and in the United States, it was such a small portion of what we have Mm -hmm. that would change their life. So sat with that for several years and then ended up meeting Masemo Wakibogo, who is a refugee who lived in Uganda and then in Kenya. And when he arrived here in Heston, um, Whitestone, which is the church we go to, we were kind of their their safe church or whatever. Mm -hmm. We were their community. Um, And the pastor said, we need somebody to take him and his family to a medical uh, appointment down in Wichita. And I felt God nudge me and say, I would like you to take him. And I was like, 
no, hmm. I don't want to do that. That's <laughs> uncomfortable for me. So I avoided it for um, a, a little while. And then an email came out and said, no, we want, you know, we need still need somebody. And again, I felt God kind of nudge me. And I was like, kind of hesitantly said, okay. So I sent an email and it was like, well, if nobody else has offered, I, I could. And they were like, great, no one's offered, so go ahead. So then I met Massimo, and he started telling me about the communities that he had lived in. And right then, it was very clear that mm-hmm. God was like, this is what I was preparing you for. So Massimo and I started working together back in 2018. Okay. Very slowly and small. Um, he's the one that provides our contacts, and so he has the trusted relationships in those communities. And um, and then it's kind of gone from there. So mm. now here we are, and it's way bigger than I ever expected. But well, when you act the, in obedience to God, He will do. That's good, things. though. The, the the growth and the evolving. That I mean, that's got to be feels great for you guys to see this this coming to fruition and growing ever every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. So when you talk about needs, what are what are some of the um, needs that are being addressed? Um, what we work on right now is we really focus a lot on education. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to give those communities opportunities to get out of their current situation. And we know that education is a huge um, avenue to doing that. So education is a big piece. We, we look as a education is kind of a long-term fix, right? Right. And that a lot of the fruits from that aren't going to be noticed until years down the road, right? When these kids have a an education and they're able to come back and contribute. But it is also a short-term need because uh, these kids do not go to school. Um, they end up either working um, as young kids to provide a living for their families because these are families that maybe earn one to two dollars a day. Um, and if they're not in school, the risk of underage pregnancy, uh, domestic violence, drug usage, any of those things just skyrocket. Mm-hmm. So it is a long-term um, goal, but it is also a short-term need as well. And just getting the kids off the street, making sure that they have that hope that, hey, if I if I work hard, I'm going to high school. And yeah. if I go to high school, I have a good chance of maybe going to college and, and doing something with that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's wonderful. That's absolutely yeah. wonderful. And I, I know part of this was, part of it is buying land, right? You guys have mm-hmm. done some land and, for the school. And can you maybe tell us a little bit about that and, and that process and, and what that has entailed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so buying land... Um, initially, when we started talking with our group, especially in Kenya, mm-hmm. you know, this idea of purchasing land to build a school, um, when they said how much land cost, it was shocking. You know, you can buy a lot in Heston far cheaper than you can in a slum in Nairobi, Kenya. And part of that is because of the instability of East Africa, right? Okay. So if you look at Kenya, it's the only stable banking system in East Africa. So. Um, to the north, you have Somalia, Ethiopia, South Sudan, um, Uganda, Rwanda, Tanzania. A lot of those economies are not stable. So money comes into Kenya as a way of um, being laundered, mm-hmm. wh- whether good or bad. Um, so one of the ways it is laundered is, is purchasing land. So the price of land is expensive, but when we buy that land, we would own it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that was kind of the first hurdle when we saw that price, you know, and where we were at with our organization is like, wow, this is a, this is a dream that maybe many years down the road we can attain. Um, and little did we know how much the, uh, the community of Heston would, would walk with us and, and help us meet that goal quicker than we ever imagined. 
Um, so yeah, when we first started looking, you know, we were thinking many years out and uh, had no idea how quickly this would, would yeah. uh, evolve into what it is now. Yeah, and that's, that's spectacular. I mean, how yeah. how many acres was? It? I mean, is, do they do it in acres? Or I mean, how? Yeah, so I mean, obviously, I'm stupid American right here all of a sudden. So <laughs> farm boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah square meters. That's square, what. It, yeah, yeah, that's what we purchased it in. Um, and it's a, it's about two acres is what we purchased okay. in in the in the slum. Uh, Kawanguari is what what that area is called. Okay. And so, uh, Kawanguari has a lot of people from uh, West Kenya, East Kenya, Sudanese, Ethiopian, Somalian, um, some Tanzanian. Um, actually, my it's kind of funny. My my roommate in Heston. Well, he wasn't my roommate at Heston, but then we both went to Colorado School Mines after Heston. Okay. Uh, he was my roommate there. He actually was from South Sudan and uh, was a refugee in Kenya, in Nairobi. <laughs> so in the same slums that we're now working with. Uh, I, I mean, you, you really do like to go full circle, though, don't you? I do, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And that's so great, Steve. Neat. That yeah. really is. Yeah, pretty neat Pretty neat to see that happen. Um, very, yeah. very cool. Um, so you talked a little about this. I know that – I know that, and then the school. And the school is mm-hmm. going to be – my – Understanding that it's being built on the land, mm-hmm. and what kind of, is it a K through twelve? What kind of school is it? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so it's K through eight. Okay, K through eight. Yep. And we, when we purchase, when we like made the step to purchase mm-hmm. the land, um, the school that they were currently in is built from like aluminum sheets. Okay. So it is not necessarily safe. There are no <laughs> windows. It's very small, close quarters. They didn't have a space to play. Um, it was definitely like in the middle of other homes and people doing laundry and things like that. And the wood supports are not, it's not lumber like we're used to. You know, you don't go to crop and yeah. get right. nice lumber. You you go to a tree and you chop it down and you use the branches. And mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, it's, it's not a sturdy yeah. structure like what we're used to here. Yeah. So back in, I think it was like in 2018, um, there was a structure in that same slum um, that collapsed. It was it was a two story structure with a school, and the the second floor collapsed under the first floor, killing numerous children. So at that time, they said, like the board of education came in and said, this isn't safe. Like we need to do something. Um, a lot of private schools were opened by churches and private organizations okay. because there isn't enough schooling, public schooling for all of the kids that are there. So a lot of people saw it as a way to make money because they charge these families for the kids to go to school. So they were overcrowding them and it just wasn't safe. So when we kind of stepped in was when they were they were losing the lease on the land that they had or the property they had. The Board of Education was saying you can no longer school kids as of 2025 in things that aren't built structurally sound. So it kind makes of sense. Was, yeah. yeah, makes yeah. safety first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of this like this. Um, I don't know. A lot of events happening all at once, mm-hmm. and then we were there to kind of try to fill that need. So we started building the school in. Well, we started raising the money to buy the land. We bought the land in twenty. What are we in? Twenty twenty three. I think we purchased the land at the end of twenty twenty. 2021. 2021. Right. Okay. Yeah, and then we went in 2022 is when we visited. We visit. Okay. Yep. Okay. And they had moved and erected a temporary structure for the okay. school and their church. And then we, at the beginning of this year, 2023, mm-hmm. um, 
they started building. And our original plan was we we knew we needed it by 2025 because that's when the Board of Education okay. was going to come through and say you have to have And this. at the time, the school that they were in was a rented property and they were losing the lease. So okay. we had this short-term scramble. We need to find something short-term to get these kids under a building yeah. just so that they can continue their education right. and not lose that. Um, the other thing being is is kids that attend our school, they get a meal every day. They get two meals. And and for a lot of these kids, those are the two meals that they get. Mm-hmm. So education is important, and, and that short-term need for keeping them in school is important. But they also rely on it as a source of getting fed. So, right. Um, so that was our short-term scramble was we need to find something to get these kids, keep them in school. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had that kind of short-term need with a long-term vision, how do we – how do we build how a do school? We, <laughs> how do we raise enough money to buy yeah. the land right. and build the school? Right. Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah. And it, uh, there was a guy at um, the father's house out in Hutch, and I was at church one day about a year and a half ago, and he, we had shared there, and he just, like, kind of prophesied over us and said, you're going to have this done before 2025. And I was like, says you. You have no idea how much we need to raise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it'll be done. It'll. They will open their doors in January of twenty four. All so right, wonderful. That's really spectacular. cool. How many students are we talking? Um, we. I usually say like two hundred. Um, mm. I would say it ranges between two hundred and two fifteen. They just finished this past year in the top ten in their sub country. So they are being noticed now. Um, one of the ways that we support that school is we pay their teachers a livable wage because we want to keep good mm-hmm. teachers. So we have taken that on um, to pay them. So they have remained. They are getting higher education, higher degrees. We've got some people that are sponsoring some of those teachers to go back to school and get higher degrees. So community, the people in the community are noticing. Um, Steve has a kind of a cool story about his co-worker that was there yeah so I have a I work at the oil refinery in McPherson and I have uh, one of our operators he goes to Kenya three times a year four times a year um, he started sponsoring a child uh, years ago um, so he goes and visits her and now she's in a grown she's a grown adult and he helps support her by um, they have a little clothing store that she operates and and so he goes and visits and checks in and uh, so the last time well it was this uh, earlier this year he was heading out there and said, "Hey, if we can visit your school, I'd love to. I'd love to see it." And so he said, "Absolutely. You know, we'd love you to go and see it." And um, so he went um, and was staying in an apartment just kind of down the road. Okay. Um, if you're not familiar with Nairobi, Nairobi is one of the most beautiful cities. Parts of it are just unbelievably beautiful. It's six thousand foot elevation. It never gets colder than what fifty degrees, and it never gets hotter than eighty degrees. Mm-hmm. So it's just this beautiful city. Um, Kawangwari, the slum that we're in, is right kind of by the city center. So just down the road from where, actually, we share a wall with a school. It's a British school. And if you're a foreign dignitary, if you're um, royalty of Kenya, um, if you have a lot of money, your kid goes to that school. Okay. We share a wall with that school. So right across, Mm. we're in this slum where these kids that uh, come from families who have not had... Uh, a stable existence for quite a while. Um, you know, you're just across the wall from them. And anyway, our coworker was visiting, and he's staying in an apartment kind of in the city center, and this lady says, well, where are you going? And he said, well, we're visiting some friends who um, have a school in Kawangwari, 
And she said, oh, that's neat, you know, and I hope you have a good visit. He's at our school walking down the street, and he crosses paths with this lady again. <laughs> and uh, she said, well, what are you doing here? And he goes, well, I'm visiting the school. It's right there. It's that school. And she goes, oh. That's the best school in Kalanguari. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. She said the, the yeah, in, in the teachers we have, it, it's a reflection of them. The totally. teachers we have, the people who run the school, they are so unbelievably talented. Um, what I didn't realize until we went there and visited was if a kid doesn't show up to school, there are like 10 guys that live in, in Kalanguari and if, that, that go to our church and, and support the school. And if a kid doesn't, show up they are on the calls immediately and they go and they find that kid and make sure one that they're okay Mm -hmm. two that they've been fed and three if they need to get to school they'll they'll help them get to school amazing so Mm -hmm. it's it's cool to see that community and and just how how powerful that influence is on on those kids and and that community yeah and just to be clear we didn't start this school Mm -hmm. we didn't like it was all there the people were all there they just needed a little bit of a a push, a, a little, a little, a gentle, a, a gentle yeah. push. To, yeah, exactly. Just some support, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, they they were amazing before, and they mm-hmm. continue to be. Mm-hmm. And we just are being a bridge. Yeah. Well, the name Monastemi, right? It means to to raise, to up. raise up, right? So okay. we're we're helping people who are completely capable yeah. just get that little little financial whatever they need support financial they support did, they yeah. can't have they don't mm-hmm. have access to that's wonderful yeah. that's absolutely wonderful mm-hmm. and you've widened the circle of people mm-hmm. in such magnificent ways by telling the story and giving people an opportunity to be a part of it mm-hmm. yeah i know you guys have a great big fundraiser in the fall you see that on facebook you see that on mm-hmm. social media but how can people get involved outside of that the big shindig throughout the rest of the year maybe you guys have some mm-hmm. ideas for that you'd be willing to share yeah, so we actually have a bake sale going I on. I saw that now. too, yeah. I would say the first and easiest way is if you have social media, follow us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shelby Dryden is our marketing guru, and she does amazing. And we really try to post quite frequently so that people are up to date with how their money is being used and what all is going on with Honestimi. So follow us on Facebook. That would be number one. Um, number two is, and, and you'd see anything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. We have a few other ideas coming up. So... Um, and then we have a, uh, website that you can visit and kind of see what's going on there. And if there was any interest in like monthly donations, we're actually, I just did some looking at the numbers yesterday and we are, we fall $286 short of like our monthly goal. So we send a certain amount out to mm-hmm. support kids and teachers and things like that. And we are short, we have a deficit every month of $286 which is half of what I had last year at this time. So that's incredible. Uh, But if you were interested in giving monthly, I mean, even $10, it would slowly close that gap. Right. And we we would have more ability to do more things. So Mm -hmm. our Facebook page is, well, at Anastami. And then um, the website is AnastamiCorp.com. Okay. Would you spell it? Yes, it is A-N-I-S-T-E-M-I. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw it. I followed it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I do it'll, too, but I be, wouldn't have been able to spell it. It'll be tagged. It will be tagged. It will be tagged in the. It will be tagged in the in the when we upload this. So yeah. Sweet. It sounds like I'm saying honest Amy. Yeah. Like <laughs> my sister Amy is honest, and that's not it. When I started this, I we really there's a meaning behind it. It means to raise up. Mm-hmm. But when I formed the nonprofit, I really didn't ever expect it to be anything outside of like <laughs> right. our mm-hmm. family and our uh, tiny sure. little church, right. you know. And yeah. so maybe I would have changed the name to something more no, <laughs> no I, think, I think you're stuck, I think, I think you're well, stuck and it, plus it is, it's a talking point that's and that's true. important mm-hmm. that's so when will you be going there again yeah we're, we're excited um we weren't sure when we would be able to make it back um one thing that's important to us is is getting our kids involved mm-hmm. and making sure that they see how the rest of the world lives mm-hmm. and uh so yeah we're actually going to be going back in february uh for two weeks so okay. we'll visit uganda um, and, and there is another um, group that we work with in, in Uganda that supports orphans. And uh, we just have purchased some land there as well mm-hmm. uh, to continue dreaming and, uh, and, and helping that organization there. Um, and then we'll also be in Nairobi and, nice. and visit, visit Kalangwari. We're so, bringing our yeah. kids. Yeah. That's so very important. Yeah. Pull them out of school. I figured hey. this is a great education. You know <laughs> what? Really I used to be education. really narrow-minded about a lot of things. But um, I used to think nobody should ever miss school for any reason. Well, yeah. that was when I was teaching, and I thought that my class was so great. No one should miss it. And now that <laughs> upon reflection, uh, <laughs> people should take a couple days a week away from me. But um, <laughs> I think if you have a chance to do that kind of education, you pull them out. They'll yeah. get caught up. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. they're both good students. So right. Yeah. It's just so important. So will you be doing some live feeds back? Mm-hmm. For, for, that'll be good. Oh, wow. Very cool. We'll do. I don't, I'm going to have to have Shelby's help. I am not great on social media, but we will definitely be doing videos and we should do some lives while we're there. Yeah. Yeah. I think people would appreciate that. I do too. And then long term, is there a goal to do a community field trip where a bunch of people could join you? So so I think our hope, our hope with this trip is that we can kind of plan out what would it look like to bring a group? Where mm-hmm. would we stay? What would we do? Um, you know, what are important things to see when in Nairobi, in Uganda? Um, so we're going with that lens, which is different than what we've done in the past. You know, we've kind of gone... I mean, open-eyed, definitely, uh, just not really knowing what, what what to expect. I think we know a little bit more what to expect mm-hmm. now, but we'll go with that lens of mm-hmm. how can we bring more people and, mm-hmm. and show, yeah. them, show them this little slice of paradise. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, guys, obviously money is a fin- financial need, but what about mm-hmm. donations of supplies or stuff like that or materials, educational materials? Can people do that? And are, are you how, how would they do that? Sure. So that is one one thing that we really have tried to focus on so Mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to take stuff from here i don't Mm -hmm. want to take skilled people from here and go there and bring it we want to buy locally we want to use local we want to employ local where Mm -hmm. we can so we haven't i mean in the past the last time we went we packed a suitcase um this time we really are planning on just purchasing while we're there So it's just what it what we can do and what we've done in the past several times is like if you want to buy school supplies, we make sure that's where the money goes okay. and you get a picture of the supplies you've bought. Cool. But instead of purchasing them here and bringing them there, we want to support what they're doing. Right. There. And it's all available there. So yeah. Cust- Customs is no joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> but it's just, yeah. 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 We really want to focus. And, and like bringing our community there, It's de- the focus is definitely to meet the people 
see who they are, learn how they are, watch how they worship, like things like that. Mm -hmm. Be in community and relationship with them versus, hey, we're going to go here and build something. Yeah. We're not, that's, that's not our focus. Mm -hmm. Um, It's wonderful when they do it in certain places, but, but ours, Mm -hmm. we really just want to build relationship and allow people to get a glimpse of life outside of the United States Mm -hmm. and what life is like for so much of the world. Yeah. When we, when we were in Kenya the last time, we were eating lunch. It was after church and we were eating lunch and we're sitting around this table and they all speak English really well. So you could ask them a lot of questions and the communication was, was real easy. And I started asking, well, what do you do for a living? And, and I was sitting by a doctor, an accountant, you know, a professor. Um, they're incredibly talented people mm-hmm. with not a lot of opportunity. And so when you're able to provide, you know, and, and the money that we have here goes such a long way mm-hmm. there that, you know, you, you give them that financial resource to to fulfill a dream or a plan they already have mm-hmm. and they can execute it. <laughs> And, and do Tomorrow. it and perform yeah. In, yeah. at like incredibly high levels. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's really amazing to see just how talented the group in Africa is. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that appeals to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think that, that um, we have different approaches sometimes to charity and sometimes we want to go in and fix mm-hmm. or convert or partner next to and it sounds like you're telling me they just really do need a hand up. Mm-hmm. They have the skill set. They have mm-hmm. the willingness. And so the work is the relationship, not right. let me tell you how to do it. Right. It's like, how about we be friends? You already have your life together. Yeah, well, exactly. and ideally, I mean, our hope for this community is that we are not providing any financial assistance in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Our hope is that we're going there and we're seeing people that we've known for the last 20 years mm-hmm. and, and we maintain that relationship. But financially by that time we think they'll figure out a lot of um a lot of their own answers to problems that they have currently that's awesome and they're already working on that Mm -hmm. i have a proposal in my folder right now from the school in kenya about how to further themselves towards Mm self-sustainability so Mm -hmm. guys this is spectacular what else what else would you want us to know about this about your about anastemi and and what else what else do you want to share please by all means I, I have just something short, I guess, to sure. share. When this started as a dream, you know, seven years ago, however long ago that was, six, seven years ago, you know, it was, it was Christy and I. Mm-hmm. And, and we had this idea that we were going to, we believed in it and we believed in what we were doing. And we were going to financially support this to see it to fruition. And the community of Heston has been just unbelievable. Um, the way people have walked with us, financially supported, I mean, beyond any of our wildest imagination. And I'd say, I don't know, 90% of our support is from the from Heston. If like, not more. If yeah. not more, yeah. And, and it's people that come up and say, hey, we want to support you because we believe in what you're doing. Let us know if you need more help. Um, we're praying for you and we believe in you. And that has been like just... To see Honest Emmy now and from where we started is, <laughs> I can't even, I can't even, yeah, I, I would have never imagined that we'd be where we're at. And, and that's a reflection mm-hmm. of this amazing community. Mm-hmm. This community is unbelievable. Yeah. And one other thing that I'd like to add to is uh, 100% of the money that is given goes directly to mm-hmm. the communities we serve. 
we don't, it's, it's me, Steve, and Shelby, basically. Um, so we don't have an office. We don't have overhead. We don't have, I'm not taking any money for what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It just, it all goes there. And we're excited to kind of take this next step where Christy and I kind of step back in terms of the decisions being made by Honest Emmy and that we have a board that we're going to be, we'll, we'll lean on and say, okay, now that we have met this short-term need, how do we dream in a sustainable way? How do we, how do we look at projects and evaluate projects and say, what is our rate of return? You know, and, and be able to dream in that way and say, how, how do we make sure that the money we're spending now will be sustainable for 20 years, 30 mm-hmm. years, 40 years, and, and, and will help generations, not just... Yeah, so you, what, you're, what I think I hear you saying is you're bringing partners on not only mm-hmm. as financial partners but intellectual partners in helping group decision-making mm-hmm. so that you can get the best vision. Yep. And, and, and lean on our board to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll, we'll continue to, to dream and, sure. you know, and, and bring, bring forward any kind of um, you know, pr- uh, projects that we might have or needs that we see, um, but yeah, kind of have more help in terms of the yeah. decisions being made. Many hands make light work. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't make that up, but <laughs> <laughs> someone said it once. <laughs> Date for the big fundraiser? Has that been set for 2024? It's usually September, October. Okay. Um, we have to wait for the KSU, right? Schedule. K-State. Yeah, the K-State. So that we yeah. can get Derek as our auctioneer. Yeah, I Derek see. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So there's a catch. I got yeah. it. Okay. All right. Yeah. But September, October, yes. Yeah. Great. It's uh, it's funny. The first year we weren't sure if we'd get people to attend, and now tickets get sold out within couple days, weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah so. We well, might think about moving it to Hartman Arena. Oh goodness. We would we would love <laughs> you know, to fill up Hartman Arena. Trying someday. to get more people involved, you know, just have Cracker Barrel cater it That's and right. get Hartman Arena, and and well, maybe the eventually. Rate, eventually. The rate yeah. it's going, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say any dream is crazy. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. It's been Blessings wonderful, to wonderful to hear the story of this and, and wonderful to know there are avenues out there for more people to get involved and hopefully we can get people involved. So yeah. my hat's off to you guys figuratively because it's yeah. stuck under the headphones, <laughs> but, but absolutely you guys are doing wonderful, wonderful work. And yeah. thank you again for coming on. Have thank a good holiday season. Us. Be safe in, in your future, future travel in February. And uh, we'll have you come on again. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. In fact, they get applause nice. <laughs> from, all, from the live studio audience yeah, thank you guys right. so yeah. much you're for welcome to in. stay and thank hear us yeah, gossip or if you have other yeah, priorities I don't know if today jackie or i don't know if chris is here or if jackie's here i know he was busy so okay hopefully we might have to open the door and look and peek Steve, out there Steve's and got see. Long arms on you know whoever's out there we could just have him join mm-hmm. us like i don't know if chris oh uh, i don't Nice breath of fresh air. Okay, though. I don't think I don't think he yeah. is. I mean, we've got a lot going on. We've got we've we got, do. We've got more ba- high school basketballs in full swing. Yep, and it was a good weekend um, with the play at yeah. the church, and um, you know, Arboretum got to make good yes. on their lighting. Um, yes, they did. The uh, luminary walk after a difficult. Doctor Garber's got a concert coming up. He does. We, he, mm-hmm. he plugged that pretty hard last week. He so, did. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I know there are some music concerts. Um, looks like I believe the high school and the middle school both yeah. have concerts coming up. Yeah, it just and, we, we've uh, said it before. We'll say it again. If you're bored testing, it's your own fault. Mm-hmm. It really is true. Mm-hmm. It's true. It really and is I, true. I just want to say, uh, I think we're going to have a delivery of steel on that project, that school building, the, the 11th, okay. December 11th. We're All supposed right. to get our first right. delivery of um, steel. And so we'll start th- seeing things go 
vertical. Is that it? That's up, right? I have yes. to really concentrate yes. on that. Yes. Um, <laughs> and that's exciting because once once people can see, just like your example of, you know, making those physical changes to a place, I think that draws attention. And uh, we want to educate kids here so that they can be contributors and, and partners with needs around the world. So I'm kind of jazzed about that. Yeah. As an educator, I can imagine you would be. Well, you know, whatever. It does. No, we've got all kinds of things going on. Um, you know, the library has a community calendar you can check out. Yep. I, I bought a few um, little Christmas last-minute things from their book sale today. Okay, good. That paper pie book um, sale is still going on, okay. so people who need that. But most of all, just don't forget to give local, shop local. That's right. That's well, right. I mean, I think we got everything going on, and that's probably going to work for us this week. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, absolutely. This has been the Weekly Lock through h coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcast equipment, sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Richardson. Thank you. We'll talk to you guys next week.